Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the best-selling book called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. Today on the show, we have Nick Whittem. Nick, along with Stephen Sue, are the trustees of Banyan Retreat. Banyan is a small, non-residential day retreat center in the heart of Kent in the UK. Now, you've heard me tell my stories, I'm sure, of physical mediumship and going to a wonderful place and experiencing seances. Well, I went to Banyan last November for their five-day Voices of the Past retreat. And, by the way, I'm going again this November. It's fantastic. Anyways, I experienced physical mediumship seances for the first time. I met Nick and Stephen and the wonderful physical medium Scott Milligan and many other people. Banyan Retreat offers natural healing modalities, mediumship development workshops, and demonstrations to promote spiritual growth. And you can be assured that they only work with the very best mediums and tutors and take great care that everyone who visits... They ensure that you are encouraged along your spiritual pathway, the one that is right for you. So the website, if you'd like to know more, is banyanretreat.com. So I'm very happy to say, Nick Whittem, welcome to We Don't Die Radio. Hello. Thank you for inviting me, Sandra. It's very kind of you. And, uh, thanks for such a wonderful introduction as well. Yeah, you're very special to me. I remember when I, you know, coming from America, it's a big deal to take a trip across the pond to go search out something that sounds so different, like seances and a small retreat center. <laughs> uh, and for me to just really put my trust that it'll be okay, and this is something I really need to discover if I'm passionate about sharing life after death with the world, and to be greeted by both you and Stephen in such a warm, loving place that in the very first moment, I knew I was okay. I knew that this was a good place for me, that all only what was there present was love. So you started off my journey right, and I do, be, do believe that one way or the other, I will return to Banyan every year for the rest of my life, and then from... <laughs> after that as well to be of any assistance I can be so you you and Stephen have really created something special that's very kind of you to say and you're always welcome here it's it's, it's wonderful um Banyan is 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 our home and there, there are times when we just love to open the doors and have lots of people around as we do at Voices of the Past, which which takes place in November. And we, we also do uh, a very similar event at Easter called Whispers uh, from the Soul. I forgot and, about that, yes. Yes, th those are our two big events where we have lots of people from all around the world. Uh, and they are very, very special events. Um, they embrace all forms of mediumship. And it's for, it's for all levels. Um, and of course, that you know, there, there are other times when we, we like Banyan to be um, just ours, uh, when we can have some special uh, downtime and we can just relax. And it's the most beautiful place. Uh, the grounds at this time of the year are absolutely incredible, and uh, and, and the lakes very very special to us also. Yes. Um, so going going back a little uh, a little while, we we open the doors to Banyan Retreat in uh, 2006. Um, prior to that, I, I worked pretty much uh, all around the world for an American finance company. And 
from childhood, I, I'd also been very much involved in, 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 spirit, in the spiritual side of life. Uh, my father was a, a trans medium, my mother was a Reiki healer, and uh, in addition to that, my father sat in development circle with a wonderful, wonderful medium who's, who's no longer with us. And I had the most incredible guidance right through until uh, the point when the lady uh, who was the medium for that, for that circle took her transition to the spirit world. And I, I was told pretty much as a, as a child to go out, find myself a job and enjoy life uh, because a little later in time there, there'd come a point where I would be able to work for the, for the spirit world. So in 1997, Stephen and I were, were working in Singapore and, and Hong Kong, and I came home and I had a chat with the, with the, the spirit communicator of the, the, late, the medium who was uh, the leader of the, the circle that my father sat in. And he said to me, I think it's time to come home. It's time for you to do some real work. So we came back to the UK and I was, I was still working in the city I'm still traveling all around the world. Uh, but at the same time, we were looking for somewhere. I, I have very vivid dreams and I, and, and I dreamt of a banyan as it is today. Um, so we, we spent many, many weeks. In fact, we spent about three years trying to find the ideal location for banyan retreat. Uh, and one day we'd, we sold our house and we were getting fairly desperate. Um, Stephen expanded the search uh, zone that we've been looking in, and we we found Banyan as we as we drove through the gates and down the drive. We both knew immediately that that was um, you know this was the right place. So it took us about twelve months to get everything in order. There were lots of things to be addressed here, lots of problems to sort out, uh, but we did all that and we we opened the doors and we initially focused on treatments, uh, alternative therapy treatments. We did the occasional demonstration of clairvoyance, and slowly we, we got to know a number of very good mediums uh, until we reached a point where we were actually able to offer um, very good workshops with, with leading mediums of our time. Yeah, it's the, incredible. The, Let me just say how lucky you were to have the mom and dad that you had and to be raised in this Absolutely, absolutely. It was it was very it was very special, and I treasure those conversations with um, with the spirit communicators uh, as much as I as, as I treasure the ones that take place today. Um, they were very very special to me, and they certainly put me on the right pathway um, for, for for arriving here at Banyan today. Such a beautiful place. So back to your story. There you are. You've um, you've opened the doors. You're doing treatments and started with the clairvoyant demonstrations. And uh, uh, you guys have done a lot of refurbishments and are still in the process. Um, but when did you get a, the taste of physical mediumship? And and because I, I know you're. Yeah, I did some searching. You know, where could I go? I, I was interested in spirit of the physical phenomena. Where could I find this? And lo and behold, I mean, Banyan Retreat, uh, one of the very, 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 very few places. And how did you get involved with that and decide that you wanted to offer that in your center? 
that the, the physical side of things came a, a little bit later. Uh, the, the, the motivation for opening Banyan and, and running the workshops and things was really more to do with um, what we saw on the, on the platforms in the churches and, and from the demonstrations. And also from, from visiting other establishments where they, they, they taught mediums to work in a particular way. You know, where, when, they, when they were getting a link with somebody in the spirit world, they had to um, find out how that person passed, how, what the height was, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and to me, that felt very, very uncomfortable. Um, I watched it happen in a number of courses in, in different places. And we saw the quality of mediumship decline um, over a number of years, and that was really the motivation for uh, for setting up a centre of, of excellence. And it took it took a long time to do that. Um, as you say, we 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 transformed the place um, completely from from when we first arrived here. Um, where we have the workrooms today used to be a, a swimming pool. Uh, the swimming pool is completely gone now. We have two wonderful workrooms, uh, a seance room, a dedicated seance room, and um, a, a, a demonstration room. Back in about 2000 and probably about 2008, 2009, uh, we were invited to a workshop uh, by a, a, a well-known medium who works here, Jan Dayton. Um, we were invited to go and do a trance workshop with her um, over at a place closer to her home. And she'd invited Scott Milligan to come and do a demonstration there. And Scott did the most amazing trance demonstration uh, on the Sunday afternoon. We were very, very impressed. And we knew from that point forward that um, we had to stay in contact with Scott and try and and get him to come and work at Banyan. It took us a little while. Um, He was still in the early stages of his development at at that point in time. Um, But but a couple of years later, he did come over and he did a workshop. And during that first workshop, we asked the spirit world what we could do to help the world today. And Morningstar, who was the, the main control at that time, uh, he said to us that there are many mediums in your world who who work on the platform to give messages of of, of comfort to to those who are grieving. Uh, he said, but what we'd like you to do is just to come and sit, send your love to our world, and allow us to use it in whatever way you feel would be most you know they feel would be most beneficial. So that's really what we did. We 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 started SoulQuest, and SoulQuest takes place on the first Sunday of each month, and a small group of us come together and we just sit, channel energy for the spirit world to do whatever they need to do. And we know that they, they use that time and the energy um, to bring peace to the areas uh, where we have war in our world, and more importantly, to take the light to those areas of darkness. So that's really where we started with uh, with Scott. and. A few years, maybe a couple of years after that, uh, we progressed to holding physical uh, seances here. Uh, we didn't have a dedicated seance room. We used to black out the reception area, mm-hmm. which was a bit of a nightmare. I bet because it needs to be dark. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, and that's what we that's what we did. 
um, and we, we we sat there probably about once every two months or so and slowly built that and expanded it and and as Scott continued to develop and the experiences um, became more significant um, it became much more of a, of a regular thing having experienced physical mediumship um, Stephen and I were kind of hooked on that uh, pretty much from the start and that's very much the focus of, of a lot of things that we that we do here um, we invited uh, David Thompson to come and work here uh, or a good number of years ago and on the first day that he arrived um, we, we have a very large German Shepherd who weighed about 50 about 50 kilograms and on the first day that uh, that he was here unfortunately our, our poor little dog or poor large dog um, passed to the spirit world in the seance the following evening he materialized right in the middle of the room walked over barked at me walked over barked at Stephen and then what turned around and walked back into the cabinet and as emotional as that was no way could anybody have produced that on their own it had to have been him I we knew how he walked on that floor we knew how he moved around and it was the most comforting uh, piece of evidence that I've ever experienced it, it really was um, it really was a, 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 a turning point really in um, in my belief and, and what was possible from the spirit world it's amazing Nick just to say you know so there's so much controversy even when I've told people I was so afraid to tell people that I'd gone to Banyan and, and sat in the seances I was afraid to use the word ectoplasm in public because you think of Ghostbusters uh, but you know there's this thing people say well it happened in the dark how do you know somebody just didn't manipulate and you know it is one of those experiences that you have to when you're fully there and you experience it you know it's the real deal but when a German shepherd shows up <laughs> in a sealed room and you know it's your your puppy you know or your big dog there's there's nothing like it not to mention all the voices of people that come through that are our loved ones it's truly truly amazing it really is and um you know i i look forward to 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 the time in the future where we are able to see those materializations um it, it, it's, it is a very, very special experience. Yeah, it sure is. And I, I believe, and maybe you can shed a little light on this too, that the spirit world is actively working on their side. There's a team working on their side, and plus the team that gets together in a circle, big circle at Banyan, to produce uh, this phenomena, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. As a, a, the, the goal, um, I think has always been to 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 work in some degree of light and you know it's it's very small steps and people don't appreciate why that is and um you, you know they're, they're not prepared to be as patient as they ought to be and that that isn't helped because there are people you know who don't work uh, in the light they 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 behave uh, they misbehave they 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 have they act fraudulently to, to some degree and that of course um, puts much more pressure on those who, who work in the light and, and work from their heart 
Um, but that is the way it has to be. And as you say, when you sit in that environment and you know that it's genuine, you can feel the love of those people present. You feel the love of the people communicating with you. And you just know that it has to be um, the real thing. Definitely. You know, to sit in a group, I don't know, 20, 30 people, however many, and we're holding hands, and there's a cabinet that's got the medium inside, Scott in this case, and, you know, he's actually strapped down to the chair. There's no uh, way he's getting out of that chair. Plenty of people search. It's a safe environment. And to experience, uh, I kind of lost my train of thought right there, (laughs) Nick, but I I was so caught in the moment, but to experience such um, delight and be part of that and, and, you know, to try to explain that after the fact. And I know that there's so many people that are grieving. And I know that, you know, one of the biggest fears I had is, you know, try to explain, okay, it's the dark, whatever. Yeah, could there be fraud? Yes. Are there people preying on people uh, that are grieving? Yes. You know, I, I've heard stories of um, one man who claims to be a physical medium. And he may be. I have not done my due diligence. But it didn't resonate to me that he vomits gemstones in the light, you know, and that's his representation of, you know, the spirit world being there. Um, but when I'm sitting in, in your center, your center with Stephen, uh, surrounded by love and actual voices come out of what seems like nowhere and having intimate conversations with people. And you just know that this is, this is the real deal. This, this is true. It seems like truly a miracle to me. It, it really is, and, I, and I'm pleased that you touched on that on that point uh, with people producing gemstones. Um, there, there, there's a, there's another case where somebody um, claims to turn water into wine, but but let me say this: with a true physical medium, um, when they when they are when the spirit world bring forward a pause. There is always significance uh, regarding those reports and who they're who they're meant to, uh, to 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 stay with going going forward. And let me give you an example of that. Yes. Um, I, I was very fortunate to be present um, the very first time that we received reports uh, through Scott's mediumship, and it, it happened first of all in the home circle. Um, there were two coins reported. Uh, for for two of the circle members, but the very first public séance, we had two we had two gentlemen visiting from uh, from Canada, and the spirit world wanted to give them an apport. So midway through the through the sitting, they they announced that they were going to attempt to try and uh, bring something for these people, and when they did, it was a coin. And the significance was the date of the coin, because the, the, the two gentlemen were born uh, two years apart from each other, and the date of the coin was, date, was dated in the, the year in between. Wow. Um, there, there's a, a, there are, if, you, if you have a look at Scott's website sometime, there's a list of all the ports, and each one of them has significance. Um, there are good reasons why. Um, the particular item is chosen for that individual. 
what kind of things have come through? And just for whoever's listening, we're talking, there's nothing in the room except for your bodies uh, and the chairs and this cabinet. And there's a something to play music and things, but it, it, something out of nowhere will be there the, the, when it's over. The room's sealed. Everybody is searched and, and wanted with a metal te- detector mm-hmm. before they go in. Um, there is no way that anything can be taken into the room. And most of the time, well, not most of the time, no, uh, very often the things that are reported um, are actually metallic. So there is no way that they would get past uh, a, a metal detector. Um, but there, there, are also, there are all sorts of different things. There are coins, um, there are, there are uh, crystal Buddhas, um, there's a very large um, bust of a, a um, it's, it's like a wooden sculpture of, uh, of some description. Um, I'm trying to think now, there, the, the, there's a very significant one um, where it, it's, a, it's a, a casting of somebody leaning against a lamp post, a very old fashioned street lamp. Um, and I think there are other items around that. Um, but the significance of that was that it was, it was, it was chosen by one of the, the female sitter's father. Uh, his father wanted uh, his daughter to have this. And the significance of it was that he used to call her Lampy. Wow. And so, of course, you have, you have the lamp. There's always, always a significance. And that's what people should look for um, when they're, you know, when they're, they're seeing these reports. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's most important that, you, that, that people look for that. There are also jewelry items, uh, pendants of, of, of various different types, um, crosses, uh, Egyptian um, faces, that, that, those sort of things. Um, any number of them, but there's always, always uh, a, a significance. These are just incredible. And if you do go to Scott's website, which is scottmilligan.net, there's lots of pictures that uh, things that have been brought through. And to me, it it just baffles the mind, the intelligence of the unseen world and the teamwork to, you know, from their side and our side, to build the energy and do these experiments and have these things happen. It is. It's, it's, it's truly amazing. And it, it, it's very difficult to convey to people um, who are not present exactly what it is that, that's taking place. And the, the spirit would always say that you know, seances are meant for the people who are there. Um, they're not meant to be uh, listened to afterwards by somebody else because you're not embracing the whole experience right. um, when you do, when you do that. I feel very strongly that for each one of us, we're all on our own spiritual spiritual journey, and I've learned the hard way to not push my beliefs on people and not be uh, too. Oh, I just did this. Listen to my experience. You know, uh, unless people are interested. Because that's when people say, oh, it's got to be fraud, they're, they're after you for your money, or whatever these things are. And so somebody, one tutor put it best, you know, she says it doesn't matter if people don't believe in the afterlife, because they will. 
So for, you know, when their time comes, they'll get it. It's real. But for people listening right now, these are people that are interested. They, we want to know more. We want to hear things. And so it, so I feel very comfortable, uh, being able to talk to you and share my experiences and your experiences because those that are listening right now are ones that want to hear. And so, on that journey, you listening, you know, this might not be your cup of tea, but it might be. It, and it's, there is nothing like it. And it might not be this year, it might be another time, but to actually experience uh, it, one of these seances, oh man, there's nothing like it. Nothing. There truly, there truly isn't. And it doesn't matter how many times you sit. Um, sometimes you know, there, there have been weeks where Stephen and I have sat three or four times in, in different sittings, and it doesn't matter how many times you sit, they're always different. There's always something there for everyone. Uh, they are very, very special experiences. Mm, I'm sure you've sat in hundreds, I would think. I think we have, yes, yes. I could probably go back and, and count because we, we record all the seances that we sit in, so I, I could probably find out from that. Um, but it's, it, it, it will be in the hundreds um, by now, I'm sure. And the next one is, I, I go in there with with no, um, with, with, a, with an open mind. No expectations. Every, no, no expectations, completely open mind. And I'm always, always so impressed with what the spirit world are able to do. It's always so different. And there are always new experiences um, in in each and every sitting. Mm. Very, very special. And as good as all of that is, it's filled with joy. It's filled with love. And the best thing that I always take out of it is it makes me really believe I'm not who I think I am. There's, I am, there's so much more to each one of us human beings and if there is no death, that there's got to be a purpose for life. You know, so I leave with a new view of who I am and um, there's hope and faith and joy. That's right. And and that process never, I don't think that process ever ends. We're constantly learning. We're, we're, we're learning more about this world. We're learning more about the spirit world. We're learning more about ourselves and it, that the process just continues um, week in, week out, year after year, it, it's it, it's an amazing, uh, it's an amazing journey. Mm. You have to really put trust in your mediums too. You know, have witnessed them to uh, to know that they are uh, good people. Um, you know, there's there are frauds out there, and you know, I think one of our biggest fears as humans is um, to really trust somebody, trust somebody, and then find out they were not trustworthy. You know, and especially it's such a delicate field that, um, gosh, I would think a lot of people I know that are interested in life after death, it's because they've had a personal loss, you know. So uh, you you guys take great care to make sure that you have reputable folks as your tutors and we, we We certainly, we certainly do. Um, we, we only, we, we, we strive to have the best. Um and there may be one or two people um, who who may be considered the best in their field who are not with us at this point in time, um, only because our paths haven't crossed. Um, but for those um, who we who we are aware of, um, that they, they are the best, and and they do work here. And a few years ago, probably around about two thousand and ten, 
um, no, 2011 it would have been, um, we, we had a, a trans medium come to visit us here to, <coughs> excuse me, to give a demonstration. And we didn't, we, we, we knew of him, uh, but we didn't know anything about him. And he knew nothing about us. Um, he was working for the weekend not far from here, and he offered to come and do a trans demonstration for us on the, on the Friday evening. So he came in and he asked if there was somewhere quiet he could sit until the demonstration. So we didn't even have a conversation with him prior to, prior to the demonstration. And when he started, we, we played a little music, he went off in trance, and his communicator came forward and said, I, I want to speak to the two boys at the back, meaning Stephen and I. And he said to us, um, you're not going to recognize the transformation in this place over the next 12 to 18 months. He said, by the time you get to the end of 18 months, it will, look, it will be a completely different place. You won't recognize it. And he said, and I'm telling you now, he said, you only let the best people through the doors here. He said, don't, he said, you will have many, many people wanting to come and work with you. He said, but you only choose the best. And that stayed with us ever since that day. And he was absolutely right. Within, within 18 months of that demonstration, um, we completely transformed the place. The pool had disappeared. We had the seance room. We had the demonstration room. Um, we had other little uh, modifications here and there. Uh, but he was absolutely right. It was a, a completely different place. And I have to tell you that at that point in time, uh, just as he was doing that demonstration, Stephen and I didn't know how much longer we were going to be able to keep the doors open for. Um, we were surviving off very, very little income. Mm -hmm. um, and, we, you know, it, I, I don't know what changed um, significantly at that point in time, but it did. And uh, we have the place that we have today. Over that period, the, the energy of the place has changed. It's gradually built up primarily through the work that we do. And many, many people comment now um, how wonderful it is, how wonderful it feels. And that makes me very, very proud. It's, it comes from the people who work with us. It comes from the people who visit here and the intention behind the work that takes place here. Well, it really is coming from a girl who travels by myself to do some of these things and there's so much fear in that Nick like who am I going to see what's it going to be like will I be accepted and Banyan is a place that you can go by yourself and the minute you walk in the door you're part of a family you're included there's no worries that you're on your own you're not anymore it, it is and I, and I love that you both created that atmosphere well thank you that's it, it, it's our home we want to share it with people and we want to continue to promote the work of the spirit uh, in in the best possible way and uh, hopefully we'll continue to do that for as long as we can yeah well one of the reasons i wanted to speak with both you and scott milligan is because i i've been exploring life after death stuff for quite a while and i had no idea that these kind of things were even possible and so now i've got a taste of it and i thought why don't more people know about this and the truth is it's because there's not a lot of people that are really openly talking about it and i thought well heck i'm gonna be that person then <laughs> why not um if you wouldn't mind can we talk about uh, voices of the past and whispers from the soul voices of the past is is the next one coming up and uh 
because I, I really want to invite people to come be there. I'll be there at the next one. Uh, and, uh, just to, to describe what it is and what people can, can expect by being there. What kind of things are offered? Certainly, certainly. Um, well, this year, uh, Voices of the Past takes place on the, I think it's the 20th to the 24th of November. Uh, November. Uh, we start at lunchtime on the Monday. Um, there is quite a number of people here, but you're, you're, you're split into, into smaller groups. And everybody has the same experience. It doesn't matter which group you're in. You spend the same amount of time with each of our, each of our team. Um, we're, we're working at the moment um, on an additional person to come and join us this year as a guest tutor, and hopefully we'll, we'll be able to announce that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but at the moment, we have uh, Scott Milligan. Scott will be um, he will be sitting in sales condition, so you, you, you get to experience uh, a, a sitting with Scott. Uh, we have Jan Dayton. Um, Jan tries to bring out the, 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 the more artistic side of, of your mediumship, um, but she, she covers a wide spectrum of, of, of things. Um, in addition to that, we have Eileen Davis. Uh, Eileen's an excellent, um, she's an excellent trans medium, and she's also an excellent tutor of mental mediumship uh, and, and many other uh, faculties. Um, she's, she also has some wonderful experiences um, with direct, with, sorry, with, with EVP. Um, who else do we have? Uh, we have Stuart Alexander with us this year. Um, Stuart was with us at, at Easter, and he'll be again. He'll be with us again uh, in in November. And who uh, was who is Stuart? Stuart Stuart is another physical medium. Uh, he doesn't. He's retired he doesn't, from that. Right? He's retired from working uh, from working. Uh, publicly, uh, but he has he has offered um, to sit uh, in the dark for for perhaps trance or or whatever else um, the spirit world may may have in in mind. Um, so we're very much looking forward to Stuart being with us again in November, mm. and of course we're hoping that we'll have a uh, another guest medium with us as as, as well. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to announce that over the next couple of weeks or so. Um, Nick, from a participant's point of view, uh, all everything that you mentioned is part of the the days there. But in addition, there's so much interaction with everybody. Eileen Davies actually had um, a workshop that all of us, the whole group together, could. She gave us some tools, tutoring, and then we practiced our mental mediumship. So whether you're a beginner or not, you get the opportunity to. There's lectures. There's, you know, Jan had us all creating uh, things on Canvas, and there's visualizations. And Scott not only is brilliant in... Um, it, well, he's brilliant in so many things, but you not only sit in one of these uh, seances, but in addition, he gives lectures and and uh, so much to give some of the history of the pioneers in mediumship. I mean, you're surrounded for those days in, oh, I don't even know how to describe it, just this <laughs> wonderful experience knowing the reality of uh, life after death, that there's an unseen world, uh, you feel your loved ones with you. I mean, it's 
oh, it's just great. They're just great, great, great days. And you provide lunch for everyone and soup and sandwiches. And you just feel like such a part of a family, a community. But there's so much. Here's what I want to say. It, It was growth for my soul being there. Excellent, and that's exactly what it should be. Um, the, the tu- each of the tutors will demonstrate uh, in some capacity in the evenings. Um, we, 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 like the, we, we like everybody who attends to work during the day, um, but the evenings we, we, we like a little bit of downtime. So that's the, that's the, the tutor's time to demonstrate to everybody, um, to show you what they're, what they're capable of, of, of doing to show you what's what's possible and I'm pleased that you touched on the on the pioneers that's another uh, area of great interest um, for, for, for Stephen and I um, so often these days people are taught how to um, how that they're taught how to develop their mediumship but they know nothing about the history then they know nothing about the pioneers and it's so so important to understand where this movement came from and who's um you know who's contributed um over the over the years uh, so it's very very important that the, that the lights of uh, well, all all the tutors, um, including Christine Morgan, who's usually with us uh, for for whispers from the soul at, at Easter, and um, they are so so knowledgeable in so many of the pioneers, and it's it's as important that they share that knowledge and people take that on board as it as it is uh, for people to to further their their own uh, development. Yes, there's nothing. I mean, there's always new things, but it's not like these things haven't happened before and they were happening a hundred years ago. And to know the history, and even uh, I read the book by Alec Harris's wife, um, who is a great physical medium, but even to read her book is knowing that hearing these stories of all this phenomena that happened back then it makes me think well if that happened then it can certainly happen now absolutely absolutely um i i think that the, the problem today is there are there are too many distractions um but if you go back to if you go back to victorian times um when there was little uh, when there was much less um entertainment away from the home and that that's what they would do as, as families they would sit in the evening uh, you know they sit in the uh, in the glow of the fire um which is which is where the the, the red lights um comes from that we oh. that rooms today um but that's exactly what they would do they would sit as families and um you know they 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 would develop um that, that's exactly um what they would do yeah, we're too busy these days with our text messages and Netflix and computers oh. and, and and you know what I <laughs> this is terrible to say but I'm of somebody who wants something I want it now and to realize that these people would spend years sitting on a Tuesday night or whatever that is to really create the space and the energy for the spirit world to happen. It isn't something that, uh, okay, let's try this tomorrow and all of a sudden our table's going to levitate. Exactly. It takes many, many years, many, many years. Um, and, and, and you, you have to be prepared to dedicate that time and have, and again, have no expectations. 
well, let the let the spirit world come to you. Let them, you know, let them uh, lead the way, not us um, push it in, in in the direction that we that we want it to go. Yeah, and the spirit world, which I'm happy to learn, comes with us. So when I left the last workshop I was at uh, with at Banyan with Scott Milligan, it was just so pleased to leave there knowing that. I, as one person, could return back to my house and start sitting with a prayer and an intention to, for the spirit world to work with me and to just start on my own, not every day, but lots of days, just sitting and, and can develop. Absolutely, absolutely. There, 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 there are certain um, organizations that would frown, frown upon that, but um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with sitting, sitting on your own. Um, in some ways, I think it, it, it's, it, it can be preferable to do that. Mm. And, you know, I don't, sometimes we've gotten into conversations about different churches and beliefs and things like that. And I feel so strongly that we are each on our own journey. You know, someone is not going to have all the answers for you. It's for each one of us to discover what our truths are, what resonates with us, what empowers us. And, it's like they say it's not about the um, the destination it is about the journey absolutely and you know that's one thing that that, that 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 I love about the spirit world you can ask different communicators the same question and you'll get a different perspective uh, and I, and I think that's wonderful um, because it, it shows that we, we, we not only do we survive but we but we retain um, our individuality and our personality as we as we go forward as well. Um, it's fascinating. So we continue to be us in the unseen world, basically. Yes. Um, and why wouldn't be? Why wouldn't we be? I think that's a very important. Um, it's a very important part um, because if you know if somebody comes forward and um, they speak to you in a different way to the way they would when when they were here, then where's the Where's the evidence in that? Unless they can come up with some very unique detail, um, but you no, know, you you should feel the essence of that individual, um, both with mental mediumship and with physical mediumship. Mm. And could you describe a little too? Because I think some people think uh, once Dad's now crossed over, he's going to have all the answers. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've also. I've experienced there uh, our loved ones coming through in these very intimate conversations. But then I've also what I would consider being some very wise souls that that appear that come through. Um, what is your take on? You know, is that like who who are they as opposed to just being our deceased relatives? I I think I don't think they change from being. Uh, our deceased relatives, but I think there's, um, I think we continue, when we get to the spiritual world, we continue to evolve. And, and I've heard some of the spirit communicators talk about going through the second death. Uh, and I, that, you know, each time as we evolve, we shed um, a, a different, um, a different coat, if you like, in a little bit, a little bit like in this, in in the way we we discard our physical body when we transition from this world to the spirit world. Uh, I think that process continues as, as we continue to evolve. Um, but in in most cases, when they come back, 
they're still able to wear those coats in, in order to communicate with us um, in that way. So it may not necessarily be, be, be where they are today, but they are still able to communicate with us in the same way. Hmm. Well, I witnessed Eric speaking through Scott Milligan and then with Eileen Davies. She had three different beings, controls, whatever, speaking through her. And the level of wisdom spoken and the beauty to the words and inspiration and philosophy, uh, I don't really know how to explain it, but just hit me to my core that this is the truth. This is the truth about life, about death, the illusion of death. Um, and there was no, they weren't pausing like I just did to think, what are they going to say next? It was just the most fluent, beautiful words of philosophy that Absolutely. rang true to my soul. Like, this is, this is it. Ah, I just, oh, fantastic. It, it is. And you really feel the different personalities of each of those communicators don't you as as they change you feel the atmosphere yes. in the room change um to the new one you can really connect and 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 be part of um what's taking place and the personalities are so different from either eileen or scott or each other Absolutely. they're just they're different people yes yeah they, they certainly are yeah fascinating Wow. I want to just go back. You were talking about the pioneers a little bit. You um, have started a Facebook group, Spiritual Ambassadors. That's right. Can you <laughs> talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. Because I love to learn, and I love every time I get a little notice, Nick Whittem posted something in Spiritual Ambassadors. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> and I, I read them. <laughs> well, I'm really pleased that that that, that you do read them. Um, we we yes, a small group of us decided that um, that there's lots of day-to-day -day stuff on uh, on Facebook, and lots of people use it um, to promote themselves and to promote events. Um, but we wanted to dedicate a group purely to learning. So when anything's posted in there, first of all, it has to be about mediumship, and secondly, it has to be educational. And if it doesn't pass either either of those two um, uh, criteria, then it's automatically deleted. Um, we upset a good number of people as we go through the year, as you can imagine. Um, they want to promote themselves, and people try to find ways to promote themselves indirectly. But the focus of that group is to bring education, and it's supported by a good number of very well-known uh, mediums and very knowledgeable people. Um, very recently, we, we had a post from uh, from Christine Morgan um, on, on Eileen Garrett. Um, a little before that, we're, we're fortunate enough to have the support of Susan Farrow, who used to be editor of the Psychic News, uh, who is one of the most knowledgeable people that I know and she often writes for us and, and posts on, on within that group. Um, so we really we really are dedicated to bringing that knowledge to people um, so that they can understand, you know, where uh, where this movement started and who's helped it along the way and um, con you know contributed in whatever way. Yes, and if people are interested in that, it is a closed group, one of those that you ask to be put in, but just type in spiritual ambassadors in the um, 
search box, but there's nearly 4,000 members. This is not a... Um, Oh, Nick, so often I have felt in my path that I'm the only one studying this and there's nobody I can talk to about this. And it sure is nice to find so many like-minded people that are interested. They're very, very helpful. If you, if you, have quest, if you pose a question uh, or you're, you know, you're not sure about something, um, so many people will help you within that group. And it's grown to almost 4,000 people in about 18 months it is not it's not it's not a uh it's not all that old it's grown it's grown in a very very uh short period of time um to get to 4,000 people mm. we're I, very very pleased with it i just started a facebook group two weeks ago called we don't die listeners also a closed group but it's a place for people to communicate feel safe you know just have like-minded people, Facebook, uh, We Don't Die Listeners, that's called, another closed group. But just yesterday, I decided to, uh, I had a friend, a person in the group, figure out a map so each person could, if you'd like to, put in your name and what city and state you're in. And it's we have about 400 members in just two weeks' time, which is incredible. But just to see all these little uh markers all over the world that are popping up and i just have this vision through everything you're doing and i'm doing i mean we're we're all arm in arm in this movement i think but to get it to the point where we'll know that there's people in our own community in our own town or our own city and that will the time will come that we actually get to see each other face to face and have these conversations and maybe sit in circle and maybe explore things and and um, we're giving, I think, new life to people, or we're helping to. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's so so important. And I will have a I will have a look at your um, uh, your new face uh, Facebook group also. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And we have had Christine Morgan on the show, and and Scott. And uh, I tell you, if I find a good person, I just say, "Excuse me, would you like to be on this show?" And uh, <laughs> I. I had a real blessing of um, being able to have one minute on Coast to Coast AM, and many people listening right now have heard that one minute, and that's a, a show that's heard by millions around the world. So I'm, I feel uh, not not coming from ego, coming from being just very a humble servant. That, that there's so much pain in the world right now, and you know what can one person do? And I really think by exploring our own spirituality, listening to shows, reading books, connecting with like-minded people. You know, when we start changing personally, I think that can impact the world. You agree? Absolutely agree. Absolutely. It takes only a small number of people. The problem is that that the hype's built with with the media these days. It's their, you know, it's their way to get everybody's attention. And it does it it, it does the, the total reverse of what's actually required. Um, to restore peace and harmony. Uh, great shame, but that's the that's the world that we live in today. Well, we can do the best we can. We can do it within our community, and you know, change starts with ourselves. And I know we can. We have a choice every day, whether it's to be a grumpy person or a happy person. And when we can, we, either way, we start out. It's pretty sure that that will you'll find that in your life. So I'd, I'd much rather. Uh, even when I have to pretend to be happy and next thing you know I share a little joy for the person next to me and then they share a little joy and there's a lot we can do in our own circles in our own homes and life 
There is, in, there is indeed, absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, there's something else I wanted to ask you, and now it's gone. <laughs> is there something I should be asking you that I haven't, or something you want to share about Banyan or some of the other things that are offered there? Oh, and where do people sleep when they go to Banyan? How about that? We're, we're very fortunate. Uh, it, almost opposite uh, Banyan, we have a Holiday Inn. Um, and next door to Banyan, we have a, a Premier Inn. Now, I, I really do need to just add something to, uh, in, in connection with, with the Holiday Inn, because I know in some countries, Holiday Inns don't have the best reputation, uh, primarily because most of them are franchised. Uh, but the one we're very, very fortunate with the one opposite here uh, is it's owned by a very small uh, company that manage boutique hotels. And it's, it's constantly being refurbished. It's one of the best holiday inns that, that, that I've ever uh, I've ever seen. And uh, we're very, very fortunate to have that opposite. And of course, uh, we have the Premier Inn, which is which is just next door also. Excellent. Yeah. And I know for myself, I fly in from the States and what's easiest for me, and it's a distance by car, um, but I fly into Heathrow because I can do a nice nonstop from Boston and I get there a day early and I get a car service that takes me an hour plus over to to, uh, the Holiday Inn, get a good night's sleep before we start the next day. Uh, And But Gatwick people can fly into, there's a train service um, what, how's, how is it easiest for people to get into your area? I, I, usually, I usually recommend that people fly into Gatwick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, about, it's about an hour's uh, train journey from Gatwick into Ashford International, and then it's just a short taxi ride uh, from the station. Uh, Gatwick is certainly the, the, the closest. Yes. And um, it's, but I think for for a taxi from there, it would probably cost you in the region of about 75, 80 pounds uh, from, from Gatwick. Um, Heathrow is a little more of a challenge. You either need a, a, a car um, or you can you can come by public transport, you can come by train, uh, but that's quite a, it's, it's quite a, a torturous journey through, through central London. Well, yes and no. So if anybody wants to make the flight, I'm going the day before, landing the morning before, so it'll be Sunday morning, and I found a, a nice company that we can book a car service and that many of us can share for reasonable price and talk the way out there and we can make it happen. So I think, yes, Gatwick is definitely the preferred uh, place, um, but we don't want anything to stop you from going to Banyan because I tell you what, there's no place like it on the planet that I have found. Oh, very kind, very kind of you to say, Nick. I, lo- I love you. I haven't spent as much time with Stephen, but Stephen is the most warm and loving, friendly face. That's always seems to be behind the scenes. You know everything that's going on there, along with yourself, and uh, and then you live right there on property. So I always see through your s- sliding doors. You've got a couple of big German shepherds that are always barking and happy to uh, <laughs> see people. <laughs> Yeah, they'd they'd love to they they'd love to go out and meet people. Occasionally, if they do, but not yeah. not, not as often as, as they like to do. Stephen and I work for the German Shepherd Rescue, so wonderful. We, we always have German Shepherds around us, um, but those two are ours, and um, we we they're, yeah, they're as they're as much a part of Banyan as we are. Yeah. 
Well, it definitely is the feeling of home away from home. And like I said before, being a single traveler, I feel safe making the journey. And I just have that feeling of being at home. So, you know, I've had many people that want so badly to come. I'm speaking at a at an event in September in the U.S., Scottsdale, Arizona, that is about the afterlife. Um, and it's an afterlife symposium. It's a really big one with some cutting-edge um, speakers and scientists and doctors and a lot of people involved in life after death. But people say, well, I don't want to go by myself and nobody in my life really is interested in this. And, and I always say, just come because the moment you walk in, you realize, you know, there's a lot of people like myself that are by on our own and you meet friends so quickly. Don't let the fear of going by yourself be the thing that stops you because you're going to meet better friends than you may even have in life right now because you'll be able to share all who you are all the facets your love for researching the afterlife and uh just a quick thing if anybody's interested in going to that uh, afterlife conference it's in september in scottsdale arizona in the u.s usa and you can go to afterlifestudies.org to find out what that is um anyways so just a little pitch for travel by yourself it is worth it and certainly if you have a friend that wants to come too, great. But don't let traveling on your own be the thing that stops you. It certainly is. We're, we're always, always so surprised at how well people get along and how many new friendships are forged throughout um, the time here. Even even at the workshops that, that we do uh, away from, from whispers and voices, um, exactly the same thing. Um, I, I think you you were here a little while ago, Sandra, and the the group was it was only a small group, uh, but friendships were formed through, throughout that, um, that that continue to this day. And you're looking to uh, to 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 come back for the reunion here. Absolutely. Um, it it never ceases to amaze me um, how well people do gel and and get along with each other. It's it, it's it's wonderful to experience. Mm. I just got this little corny vision in my mind, and I'm going to say it just because it came into my mind, that we often wonder what's at the end of the rainbow, and it's Banyan. (laughs) Yeah, but it's a place where you find and get in touch with your soul and who you really are. If you've never experienced mediumship and and you're in a workshop and with Eileen and there you are, you say, well, I'll try it. And then there you may identify someone's loved one. You see how powerful you are. You see who you are. I mean, you really can let your light shine at Banyan. So it might be corny about the rainbow, but I really feel it is such a special, special place. It's the only place I've ever found like it. So, Nick, I thank you. Well, that's that, that's, that's why we're here. Yeah. And I, I think it's so special to find, um, to, sorry, to provide such a safe environment uh, where people are brave enough um, to maybe stand out in front of a group and try to give a link, a communication from a loved one, um, and feel that, that that they can do that. Um, and if it if it doesn't work the way they'd expect it to, that that will be all, that, that will be just as fine as if they give the the best message of of the night. Right. Uh, that it's so it's really important that we have that supportive um, environment from everybody present. 
Yeah. You even do, I don't want to call it a talent night, but you invited anyone who wanted to, whether it's share philosophy or do platform reading to come up in front of the group. And it was just such a special night because you just get the power of the spirit. You get, you know, you might even receive a message from your loved ones. It's just so wonderful. Wonderful. So Nick, how do people... How could you give the websites that people could find out about Banyan and also Voices of the Past? Yes, certainly. Uh, it's banyanretreat.com. Um, that's, the, that's the main website. Uh, from there, you'll find links to uh, the other two websites. Uh, for the Easter event, it's whispersfromthesoul.co.uk. And for the November event, it's voicesofthepast.co.uk. Um, you'll see the full program, and there's a, an application form uh, on both those sites uh, for the for the bigger events. And there's a complete listing of events on the BanyanRetreat.com uh, website. You'll see everything that's taking place through to the end of the year, and within the next month, we'll have next year's events on there as well. Mm. Fantastic. I always forget about Whispers from the Soul because I haven't been to it, but I know that's just because I wasn't available Easter time. But there's two events right now per year could grow (laughs) for more than that. But I really encourage anyone who's listening because right now we are in end of June going into July 2017. Uh, If you are available in November, and and this will sell out because it is a... Not a huge group that that goes, but it, it will sell out. Um, so I really encourage you to check out the website. And, you know, just take the risk. If this sounds right to you, just come. I'll be there. Nick will be there. <laughs> Scott will be there. Uh, you've heard from us so far. And um, really a great time. But like I said, just it'll illuminate your soul. You'll get really who you are and and what's possible. And it is magical. Nick, do you have any closing words before we end the episode? Just just one thing. Um, we found that uh, the the Easter and the November days didn't quite work for uh, for some people. Um, Easter, obviously, sometimes it's a, it's a family time, and we had a lot of people who were very interested in Scott's mentorship, uh, but they they weren't able to travel um, for for the eight weekends throughout the year. So what we've done is we put together some special. Um, times uh, of about six or seven days uh, i think the the current one is towards the end of november uh, as each one fills up we we schedule a new one and it's an intensive week of of development with scott um and as i say then the, the next one's scheduled for the for the end of november so if any of you are not able to make voices or whispers and you're, you're keen to experience some time with scott then that would be um, that would be a worthwhile visit, uh, especially if you're coming from overseas. And just have your heart in the right place. You don't have to be someone with 20 years of mediumship behind you. Just have a real genuine uh, willing to uh, connect with the spirit world, right? That's open yeah. heart, open mind. Open heart, open mind. And it's fun. Uh, you guys are loving and fun, and Scott is loving, and he's also so much fun. It, it really is a great time. <laughs> really is a great time. Well, Nick, thank you for being our guest today. Thank you very much for inviting me. You're welcome. Thank you. 
You're welcome. And I can't wait to see you soon. And for our listener, thank you very much for spending the time with us uh, each episode. I know they're broadening my horizons. Wow, the things that I'm learning and the people we're meeting. And I love it. So uh, reminder, you can go to wedontdieradio.com and all the past episodes are there. And also you feel free uh if you click on join the insiders club that is my special gift to you i have a very healing audio called how to survive grief and it says read the first chapter of my book and here's the secret it's the whole book because i want to give you everything i know um, to help you believe in the afterlife and that you're so much more than than you think you are and finally i just want to say thank you my name is sandra champlain and i'm delighted that i get to be your host on yet another great episode of we don't die radio and i do believe that life is an education for the soul and that your life here on earth is important so i really want to thank you for listening check out banyanretreat.com and go meet nick and steven and thank you for listening and we'll see you soon 